0: Hello again to the Something Heavy cast, number something. Um, it's back me and Robert this time, unfortunately. Uh, uh, Becca it couldn't make it this time, but she will be you will see her again, um, as well as some new faces. I know we keep saying that, but it's going to happen. At some point. At some point. We'll but out. we wanted to get a podcast up for you this week. Yeah. Um, hi, Robert. Hello, Chris how's it going? Um, good. How are you? I'm okay.
1: Yeah. I, um, I took one for the team. Okay. I, was he gentle? Did he buy you dinner?
0: No, none of that.
1: Like, okay. It was rough. But I want
0: you all to know that I did it for you. What do you, what did you do? I watched
1: Fantastic Four. Uh, you're a... I might even say you're a brave soul. I think that you hate yourself. On some level. On you a to, you're a soul. You're a dumb soul and you wanted to hurt.
0: Well,
2: you,
1: you don't love yourself.
0: You know, cause I, I, don't, I don't take, you know, just like everybody's word for stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times where, like, there, there are things that I love truly and dearly in my heart that a lot of people uh, hate. Um, like, I'll make a statement right now that uh you know controversial but like a couple years ago do you remember when they re-released the phantom menace in 3d mm-hmm. and i went and i watched it and i thoroughly fucking enjoyed myself like i had a good time
1: okay I, I i think things like that like i
0: i i kind of like that movie now i've
1: always liked phantom menace
0: yeah phantom menace is great
1: yeah. i mean um, I, I think revenge it's... of the sith is great revenge of the sith the order would for me would go revenge of the sith phantom menace and then Attack on the Clones. Because that is a fucking atrocious movie. Yeah, it's really a really bad movie. Yeah. We'll but anyway, so I watched uh, Fantastic Four. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming what possessed you to do so was that you just wanted to see it for yourself and see mm-hmm. if it was really as bad as everyone says it was. Mm-hmm. And what is your conclusion? Uh, yes and no. Okay. That's my conclusion. That makes sense.
0: It's, it's, it's a frustrating, frustrating experience to watch that movie. Because there is there is clearly a pretty awesome movie somewhere in there like trying to claw its way out but it's just it's hampered by just garbage just Mm -hmm. total garbage
1: and um so yeah they fucked it up pretty bad okay so what what about the parts that were good made them good well,
0: I think, and you know, this is kind of speculation, but it seems to me that like the parts that were what seemed to me like the, like what what was more like Josh Trank's vision,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like had they let him do what he wanted to do, I think it would have ended up being a pretty good movie. Because of those bits that like, um, it's basically like the the intro, the intro is really bad with like Reed as a kid. Reed and uh, Ben like it's necessary it could have been better but it was pretty bad mm-hmm. but then like the whole like leading up to um, you know all the sciency stuff and like going into you know doing this like interdimensional travel and um, like that was all like pretty good and compelling
2: mm-hmm.
0: all the way up until they get there and then like all this stuff happens and then they end up getting their powers and all this kind of shit Um, some of it, like, uh, one particular thing I want to say is that's bad, it's bad because the fans, the fans fault, um, Victor Von Doom. Yeah. Um, like, the character was really pretty good, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I actually was really into it, but the fact that, because my understanding of it was initially he wasn't going to be called Victor Von Doom, like, that wasn't going to be his name. And I remember a lot of people, like, freaking out about that. Yeah. But now having watched it, I realize that it was, like, it would have been a better move if his name wasn't Victor Von Doom. Because he wasn't actually Dr. Doom. Well, I mean, technically he is Dr. Doom, because he's, like, he has a PhD, and his last name is Doom.
1: But it's not Dr. Doom that we know.
0: Right. But, like, the name Victor Von Doom does not fit within, like, the tone That this movie takes during that. It's like, I would say the first two thirds of the movie.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It seems like it kind of pulls you out a little bit, like whenever they say it. And fortunately, after they say it a couple of times, it's like they're just like, Victor, Victor. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But like, you know, it has this very almost kind of serious tone, which I I liked. And then they're like, and this is Victor Von Doom. And you're like, oh. (laughs) The name's Victor Von Doom. What the hell? It just didn't fit in the tone. Right. But, like, I know that there's a lot of, like, issue with, like, them taking these darker tones with uh, comic book movies and stuff like that. But I think it would have been, like, what he was going for was almost this, like, was this, like, Cronenberg-ish, like, body horror Mm
2: -hmm.
0: kind kind of thing, which was really compelling to me. Like, if they had kept that up. Like, it would have been pretty good as, like, a pseudo-horror movie.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I like, you immediately think of Ben Grimm. Yeah. Where his skin is just now rock-hard and giant and orange, and he can't, you know, transform back and forth. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, that's fucking brutal. Like, that would horrify anybody. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, like, you know, when they first, like, <clears throat> you know, come back and, like, he's, you know, they're finding out that they're different now. You know, and they've got this whole, you know, he's, like, he's stuck basically in a rock and he's like mm-hmm. kind of half out and he's like pleading for help mm-hmm. you know is like he's like trying to force his way out of the rock and stuff and it was really kind of like unsettling and like ooh, yeah you know?
1: <clears throat> which i think josh Trank, uh with his first big movie chronicle mm-hmm. he kind of explained that pretty well of like the horror of discovering that you have powers yeah or that like because honestly i think as much as people joke around like i wish i could fly or i wish i could you know Turn back time. I think the first time you flew, yeah. you would absolutely freak the fuck out. Yeah. You'd probably throw up all over everything mm-hmm. and then try to figure out how the fuck you're supposed to land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah. And, and, and that kind of stuff where they're like, when they first get their powers and they can't control them, they don't know what's going on. You know, the government has grabbed them and brought them to Area 57. Yeah. Just kind of, I don't know. But uh, they didn't try um, very hard with that one. Yeah. But, like, you know, and they have, like, Reed in, you know, in this, uh, like, uh, strapped down to this, like, table, but he's all stretched out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and he's, like, half sedated and he, like, he's, like, screaming for Ben, like, wondering to know what's going on and, you know, and his, his arm, I mean, it seems, like, it sounds silly, you know, like, his arms and his legs all stretched out and they're, like experimenting on him trying to figure out what's going on but it's like it's actually really kind of like, Ooh, like see ben. that doesn't sound silly that actually sounds yeah. like, and then you know and then he gets out and he's like he's trying to fight Ben he ends up getting into the vents and like he's like going through there and he's like you know the normal like crawling through the vents but then it's like he's not controlling like his body's stretching out as he's going and it's like you know and they've got this almost like rubbery gross sound going along with it and it's like
2: eep, eep, eep.
0: You know, and he's like going through and then he finds Ben and he's like, Help me read and he's like coming out you know, and it was just like Buh, mm-hmm. this is not good and yeah. like you know, like Johnny Storm, he's like on fire and he'd like he's strapped down and they're all just like looking at him like, What do we do? And he's just like On fire. On fire. Yeah. You know? And it's just Yeah, like that stuff was like okay. Yeah, like this is At that point in the movie, I'm like, I don't understand what people's problem is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then, and then all of a sudden it just, it turns into a comic book
1: movie. And I think that's where 20th Century Fox stepped in. Yeah. And they were like, uh, you're not making the movie you're supposed to be making. Yeah. And see, like, at first I, I had this really shitty, like, glee that the movie bombed. And then it was a piece of shit and part of me still holds on to that because I would like to see an actual Fantastic Four movie done by Marvel that's you know part of their mythology their giant pantheon um but on the other hand I feel bad for Josh Trank now Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because I honestly think that he he did probably have a cool movie that he wanted to make
2: yeah
1: and um he had a good cast yeah I mean I like Jamie Bell I love Kate Mara I love Michael B. Jordan um I'm gonna stop there um, no, I do love Toby Kebbell. Dr. Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's made some shit movies. Yeah. But he's he was in Rock and Rolla. Yeah. And this I, is a awesome movie. I love him for that. And right. I think he needs to go back and work with Guy Ritchie again.
2: Because
1: mm. um, there, there was supposed to be a sequel to Rock and Rolla. Yeah. But I doubt it will ever happen now. No. Um, But uh, I think that part of me does feel bad for Josh Trank. Because, you know, this movie, I think... I think it got away from him,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's cost him so much. Yeah. like he lost Star Wars. Yeah, which
0: that's brutal, dude. It is. It is.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's
0: and it's <clears> interesting because <throat> you can you can almost see like that that line of demarcation. And it's like this actually kind of cool movies going on, and then all of a sudden it's just like hard cut. It's a year later. Mm-hmm. Like they are they have their powers figured out. And it's like, now we got to like go back to the dimension and see what happens. And then, like, then they go back and Doom is like, they find him. He just comes, like, walking out of the, I don't know, wherever, off in the hills. Mm-hmm. He comes walking out. And first of all, he's got the, like, cloak thing going on. And my, my very first thought was,
2: where did he get that?
0: Yeah. Like, where so that he gets trapped in another dimension. Right, he's been trapped in the dimension like for this past year. Right. Right. And like his like he's his like little spacesuit or whatever is essentially like fused to his body.
2: Okay.
0: And um he just sort of explains that like that this energy the the green energy that you see in the trailers and stuff, it's like it's been it's been keeping him alive and giving him powers like this whole time. Mhm. Um and other than the fact that he just walks, that comes up, shows up with like a cloak on, I don't know where. Like it's actually pretty cool. You're like, oh okay. And they bring him back, and they're like, we well, gotta find out what's going on. We're gonna help you and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And he's basically like, you can't help me. Like this world sucks. And he's like, I want to go back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like this isn't my home anymore. And then initially it's like, you're almost like, well okay, all right. Like, why don't you just let him go back?
2: Yeah.
0: I don't have a problem. <laughs> you know, like, send, send it back. Yeah. And then, just like, out of nowhere, he's just like, oh, and by the way, Earth sucks so bad that I'm going to destroy that. Destroy Earth. Just because. Ah. And you're like, what? what, what why? Mm-hmm. Like, initially, he's just like, oh, well, I just, you know, I want to go back. This isn't my home anymore. And, you know, they're like, well, we'll help you or whatever. And he's like, nope, I'm going back. And he starts. It's actually kind of a cool, little sequence. He's like, going around, and he's like, just like, thought powers, like, blowing up everybody's heads. hmm I don't know if that's something he can do in the comics, but it was interesting in the movie, I guess. I think maybe
2: right
1: now he probably could, but right. I don't think previously. Yeah, they weren't, like, 100% clear on,
0: like, like, the extent of what he can do in the movie. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, what he can do is pretty gnarly shit.
1: Yeah. But the the fact that he
0: just, like, he's like, okay, I'm blowing up everybody's heads, now I'm going back. Yeah. Like, he totally could... Could have just, like, been that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's all deuces, and he goes back, and they're like, well, shit. But he's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to destroy Earth, too. And you're like, why? Because he goes back, and then all of a sudden it's like, turns out that he's, like, built this machine out of rocks or something. And the energy that, like, opens up, like, a black hole that, like, starting to suck Earth into it. Onto the dimension that he's in or something you but know, when they destroy murder. both dimensions I don't know. And do what... it just goes completely off the rails and then it's like then like the Fantastic Four like they end up basically like jumping through the black hole to get there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then they show up and they're like it totally turns into just like this shit comic book movie where they each you know each one of them try and fight him and then he just like, whatever, nope. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the the whole like we can't beat him. And he's like, no, we can't individually, but together. And you're like, oh, fuck,
1: really? And then so, all of a sudden
0: it's like it's clobbered time, and you're like, where is all of this coming
1: from? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know, cause I, I I again I think it was just like fo- uh, 20th Century Fox stepping in. is like you need this, you need you need this, and they just started shoehorning shit in. Yeah. And Josh Trank was doing everything he could to like make, I think he was trying to make a realistic vision that he had of what it might be like to acquire superpowers. Yeah. Which again, he already did with Chronicle. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, like I said, there's that, that whole like, he was definitely going for that kind of Cronenberg-esque mm-hmm. like body horror kind of thing. Like, it was really interesting. Yeah. And then it's just like, nope, superhero movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming they stop Dr. Doom. And they stop Dr. Doom and then and then they're basically like
0: uh, then the government's like alright well we're just gonna we're gonna keep you guys under wraps and f- to keep figuring stuff out and they're like nope we run shit now. And like this, you know and they're like these are our demands. And then they get uh, the big lab. Mm-hmm. It's oh called. the Baxter building. It's not the Baxter Building. It's called something City, like Does... Central City or.
2: Mm-hmm. No. I don't know.
1: Because no. they're in the Baxter Building, like, like the whole beginning of the movie. Okay, because Central City is in comic books. It's in DC. That's uh, where the Flash is.
0: Okay, it's something City. It's like a big. It's a big like underground lab, and they call it Something City. I forget okay. what it's called. I'll put it right here. On the video, um, and then and then they have this whole like they're like looking over the lab and like all right everything's awesome, and then they're like what are we gonna call ourselves? They have that whole conversation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like they're coming up with all this bad stuff, and then like Ben's like, or the Reed's like well, what do you you know what do you think of all this Ben? And he's like it's all pretty
2: fantastic.
0: And he's like, wait a minute, what'd you just say? <laughs> he's like, pretty fantastic. And then they do that whole, like,
1: I've got the name. We should be called the, and
0: then it's like credits.
1: See, at that point, when he said it's pretty fantastic, it should have just been like all Fantastic Four. Yeah. And then, but see, like, to me, that movie should not have been called Fantastic Four. Yeah. Just based on, like, the first half of what you told me, with the Cronenberg body horror-esque thing. It it wasn't a Fantastic Four movie, no.
0: And I don't I. And that was the, that's that's the that's the problem with the movie is
1: that it's like if
0: they if they had, were making something else, that movie probably ended up, would have ended up pretty good, but having to having to basically shoehorn in the Fantastic Four stuff,
2: right?
1: Just completely negated you know. everything that had come before. Um, I think, and it's, it's funny to me because like the way you're describing it, it sounds like he was just continuing what he did with Chronicle. Yeah, in a way, I'd say. And it sounds to me like twentieth Century Fox wanted they're like, okay, you know how we made the the first Fantastic Four movies, which were almost okay. Do more of that but better. Right. And he didn't want to do that. Yeah. And which is why I think like in retrospect he probably should never have taken the job. But I think being offered the Fantastic Four, who would say no to that? Yeah. Um I I do wanna see it. Because, like, you, I want to form my own opinion. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they included elements of, like, Half-Life. Yeah. Where it's like, we're going to another dimension. Why? Fuck it. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So we're we're opening a dimensional rift, and we'll see what comes out the other side. Oh, um, death. That's what's coming.
0: Well, and that was actually kind of another thing that was just sort of like, wait, what? How they kind of end up in the other dimension. Because, you know, they create the the machine that'll do it. Mm -hmm. And then the government, he was like you know, helping fund this thing. They're like, all right, guys, you totally did it. You know, now we're going to get, you know, like NASA involved and we're going to, you know, put together an expedition. And, like, Doom is basically like, yo, I thought we were going to get to go. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, like, that's not how it works. Yeah, (laughs) And they're like, that's bullshit. Then they they get drunk
1: and and they're like,
0: we're going to go anyway. And then they go. And, like, uh, Billy Elliot's, like, not even there. <laughs> like, he hasn't been a part of this whole process. Uh-huh. But he, like, he like started the, the idea with Reed when they were kids. Yeah. So, you know, so Reed calls him up and he's like, you have to be a part of this. And so he shows up at the Baxter building. And, and then they go. And then um, Sue doesn't even go. Huh? Like, she's off doing something else. Okay. Right. So it's, um, so it's Reed, Ben, Johnny, and... And Doom. Doom. They go to the other dimension. And then everything gets all messed up. So how does Sue get her powers? Because whenever she, like, they come back, some, like, at this point she's figured it out and she's, like, trying to help get them back. So she's sort of in the room and then, like, some kind of energy blast happens. And that's how she gets her powers? She gets hit by the energy blast.
1: Wow, that sounds retarded.
0: Yeah, that part I had a kind of problem with.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they didn't go to another dimension, they went into space. But, all right, fine. Like
0: I was okay I was okay with that whole other dimension thing uh-huh. like, at that point. Like I mean, I understand, you know, is like, I, I remember, you know, reading I had like a reprint of like the first Fantastic Four yeah. story, you know, and they're all just like in space and then it's like the the gamma rays and yeah, it's like and shit goes out they look out. like little like green pills like going past them yeah and then they just like kind of crash land and they're like oh
1: whoa I'm stretchy now like well yeah I remember kind of it was stuff. written what 63 yeah 62 so, it was I'm sorry but like I know there's a lot of reverence for like old timey comic books I'm like, this is where it all began yeah, and it fucking sucks yeah like, I'm sorry old comics are bad I still you know the thing that the thing that I always loved about that that first story
0: yeah was like how much of a I don't know I don't know if anybody ever really noticed this but it was like how much of an ass Reed kind of seems mm-hmm. at the end of there yeah when they're like you know you know Ben changes and then you know seems like he's turning into some sort of thing and then like and then after you know after like three panels when they're like I have my powers and I've got them all figured out yeah. Like we gotta call ourselves something, and it's like, you know. And Ben's like, "Well, I'll just call myself what Reed or what Sue called me. I guess I'm the thing." And then, you know, Johnny's like, "Well, oh, Human Torch. That makes sense, right?" And then, like Sue's like, "I turned invisible, so I'm the Invisible Girl." Mm-hmm. And then Reed
1: steps and he's like, "Oh, and I'll be Mr. Fantastic." Because he's just, yeah. I like, oh. But you know what? what? <laughs> like, it's funny because in, in, like, Marvel, all, like, the scientists are all fucking dickheads. Yeah. Like, Tony Stark's an alcoholic. hmm Ant-Man, uh, Hank Pym, mm-hmm. like, beat up his girlfriend, Janet Van yeah. Dyne, and he was an abusive father to his kid. Fucking Bruce Banner clearly is a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, all the suit, all the, all, the, all the scientists, y'all yeah. don't like scientists.
0: I just really thought it would be funny if they just had, like, another panel of them, like, really? Really, read <laughs> Mr. Fantastic? Then you just see Thingo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, okay,
1: guy. Well, they couldn't do that back then. What with the comics code and all? Yeah. Um, so... I think it's fair to say that, like, your assessment of the movie is that, like, you can see what he wanted to do and that you could see that he was trying really hard to make a cool movie. Yeah, is I it, mean, but mean, your... what it
0: left me with was that, like, I wanted to see the movie that he wanted to make. And is it
1: your opinion that, like... If he had been left alone, they would have made a cool movie. But they fucked, Fox fucked him over. Not Josh Trank, Fox. That, that would be my assessment of it. Okay, that sounds fair. That seems to be, yeah. um, I'm actually seeing some of that on the internet. Yeah. Where people have like gone and watched the movie either again or, you know, after the fear of the, you know, the, the fervor or whatever mm-hmm. uh, died down. And uh, they've been like, okay, this actually is fairly decent. This could have been cool. Mm-hmm. And the major consensus seems to be 20th Century Fox shit all over this movie. Yeah. Like, it has to be, no, it's not Fantastic Four enough. Include this.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm watching a Fantastic Four movie, and the thing is like, it's collaborate time right before he, you know, punches somebody, I'm supposed to be like, oh, fuck yeah, not oh, god
1: damn it. Well, I, that's just an inherently cheesy line.
0: It is. Even when Checklist But was like delivering. even there, I mean, but there's, there there could have been a way to get there.
2: hmm
0: You know, and have it. Absolutely. And it not be like, because it's it's like that, that tone of it just comes out of nowhere. You're like,
2: oh, wh- what?
1: Yeah. I think that, in my opinion, when you have a big guy, the Hulk, the Thing, whatever, he needs something big to fight. Cause if like there was some big creature that doom had conjured up with his fucking whatever powers and Ben starts walking towards it and reads like, what are you doing? And then the thing turns back as like, it's clobbering time. He's just like, I'm going to go fuck that thing up real bad. Watch. That would have been cool.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, something roughly akin to when Bruce Banner's like, that's, that's my secret captain. I'm always angry. Yeah. And then he just hulks out and, Punches the space snake. Yeah, and, and everybody, everybody in the theater went, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, because yeah. like you know everyone else has been trying to kill that thing with missiles and lasers and shit, and he's like, oh, "Boom!" Yep. And he caused a chain reaction, you know, spina a a thing. Eh. Yeah. I think when you, if you would have something like that, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, it's like in the Incredible Hulk when the Hulk is fighting the Abomination. Mm-hmm. Like when the Hulk is fighting the soldiers, you never get the sense that he's like in danger at any point. Yeah. You're never just like, "Oh man, like what's he gonna do?" It's like, "Yeah, if I hook it away, he'll." Yeah. he'll Skidoosh away yeah but then when he's fighting the abomination and he's getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. you're like oh shit and then he picks up chunks of a card he uses brass knuckles and you're like all right that's cool yeah that's good stuff yeah it's
0: just the problem is is that if they were gonna it, if they were gonna have you know get to that point they it couldn't have been the movie that it had been all along.
1: And see, I think with Fantastic Four, when you're going to introduce those characters, you can There's already four people that you have to introduce.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Which is why Marvel did the smart thing, and they did all these origin stories separate. Origin stories separately. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and they included, you know, Captain uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, and then they you they flesh out their stories more as the other as the other movie went along. Because there's you can't do an origin story. For five people. Right. You can't. Because you're going to spend the first hour and a half telling everybody's origin story. I think if you were going to do the Fantastic Four, you... Okay, Doom for the sequel. Yeah. The first one, it's the Fantastic Four versus, like, the U.S. government. Yeah. Like, where they're trying to make these guys into weapons or whatever, and they're fighting for, like, to stand on their own two feet. That makes more sense. And they could have still had that whole stuff
0: with Doom, but have, like I was saying, where he's like, oh, I want to go back. Yeah. And then... (sighs) He just goes back, and they're mm. like, holy shit. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, sequel, maybe he's like, oh, now I've decided because of now I have reasons.
1: And he's like, I took <laughs> all the five years off to determine why I hate Earth. Yeah. And here's my list. Yeah. Because out I found pencils and a notepad, too. Yeah. And check out my new hood.
0: Yeah. Not just because, like, I was ang- angsty before I was super powered.
1: Right. So, but in the end, Fantastic Four... A thumb up and a thumb down. Yeah, because true. part of it was good, and you could see what they were going for. Yeah, and then the version that was released is a piece of shit. I think I think that you should see it
0: mm-hmm. just for one scene. I mean, we tell you what the scene is, but I'll know it when I see it. No, I'm going to tell you what the scene oh, yes, okay. is, but you. St- I think you still appreciate it because um, when uh, there's a part where Reed faces off with Doom mm-hmm. and Doom like picks him up like by his neck mm-hmm. or something, and he's like, "Oh, he's all Ugh, Reed." Always oh, so smug. Think you're smarter than me. And then he like tosses him or something. And I remember sitting there and being like, Robert would appreciate that. Even though, even though like I, I'm gonna say this. Like I think Miles Teller did a pretty good job.
2: Mm-hmm. He
0: didn't seem. He actually didn't seem smug or douchey. Douchey or anything like that. Well, he seemed like he seemed like an awkward, smart youngster. Mm-hmm. Like, in over his head. Like, that's... What, he, that's what Reed Richards was originally. Yeah. And I, I, I found it comical, like, that when they they, had, they cast, like, Little Reed, who's, like, ten years old or something, mm-hmm. and they, like, they put on, like, Miles Teller's scars on him.
2: hmm
1: They
0: don't explain them.
1: They're just there. They're just there. They didn't just go with the, with the assumption that, like, oh, he acquired them in the intervening years, so he was in a car accident or something, whatever. Yeah, nothing like that. I mean, you could have even...
0: Just assumed because it's like, you know, his experiments like. Scarred him up at some point? Blow up. Yeah. And like, they, they established that. That he like blows shit up and, you know, knocks out the power for the entire city and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like, they didn't need to like put these like clearly. Because they're not like. They didn't do a good job with the scars. Right. They just look like these like red strips. Like,
1: But it's funny because it's like. Uh, as he got older, they would probably have faded. So they yeah,
0: faded a bit and like. Got so because
1: on my tell they're pretty prevalent yeah um in certain movies they try to cover them up but you can still see them yeah um eh, i'll watch it okay and here, and here and i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna make you a promise i was watching a movie today called still alice with julianne moore
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's super duper depressing
2: okay
1: and uh but before that played, they showed the trailer for Whiplash, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, Miles Teller does not seem to be playing a smug douche in that movie at all. Or if he does, it's right at the beginning, and J.K. Simmons yells that out of him. Too sweet. So I will watch it. It's sitting on my DVR. I will watch it. I will make a point to pop some popcorn with some hot sauce. Okay, I'll get me a little cola drink. Okay, and I'll sit there and I'll and I will watch it and I will come back for the next podcast and I'll give you my honest assessment of the movie. And if I, begrudgingly if I have to say that it was fucking incredible, Miles Teller is incredible, I will say that. All right. But I don't think it'll be disappointed Okay, I'll check it out. However, I want to talk about uh, Still Alice because what is this? So Julianne Moore plays a linguistics professor. Okay. And she's kind of like world renowned because she wrote a textbook that's now used by the entire planet as like one of the you know uh seminal texts on linguistics and and you know the etymology of language she develops early onset alzheimer's okay. and and they explain through during the movie that because of her high level of intelligence and her her rigorous education she's been able to hold off the effects of this for years because she's kept her brain strong by learning new things and you know reading and teaching and all this stuff but now that she has it and it's it's full blown it's going to be real fucking fast and it is the movie's devastating it okay. is very very sad it makes you like feel like like, because you're sitting there watching the movie, and then you're like, what was I going to do? Fuck. And you immediately think, oh, my God, I have early onset Alzheimer's. But the what I want to talk about, though, is that, because uh, we were talking about this last night, that we don't understand the Christian Stewart hate. Right. Okay. She's in Still Alice. Okay. She's amazing. Yeah. There's parts, she absolutely steals parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Going head-to-head with Julianne Moore going head-to-head head with Kate Bosworth and Alec Baldwin, and she's in there with some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, those are really good actors. Mm-hmm. And she's she holds the level with them. Mm-hmm. She's really good in that. Yeah. I So I understand why people hate the Twilight movies. I've seen the movies, I've read the books. They're pieces of shit. The
2: mm-hmm. only
1: thing I can say good about the Twilight books is that they got a generation of young girls who weren't reading to read. Yeah, That I can respect. Sure. Otherwise, they're dog shit. Mm-hmm. The movies are even worse. Mm-hmm. But... When people say, oh, I hate Kristen Stewart, Twilight sucks. Like, okay, well, understand that she didn't write the script. Mm-hmm. She didn't direct the movies. She said yes, and she signed on the dotted line. I guarantee you she signed on that dotted line because of the paycheck. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure it was astronomical. Yeah. Especially for the last two years. That well, she and who movie. was she before Twilight? She had done some smaller movies, and they so were like, okay, but, you know, that made her a star. Like, I was like, yeah, hey, that's a chick from Adventureland. Like, as I was like, that's, that, that's right? that little girl from The Messengers. I know her. Yeah. It was just shitty horror movie but you know know, but everybody starts out in shitty horror yeah um but But that's yeah i I think that's a good point because it's like that's i mean
0: it's not exactly like a a deep role in the twilight movies it's the same thing like um we're you know i brought up the beginning of this like the star wars prequels i don't think anyone on the planet could with a straight face tell me that natalie portman is a bad actress no you can't And she was atrocious In those movies Oh yeah Like Absolutely And it was like the What
1: she was in Like that She didn't She didn't write it She didn't direct it No you can You can lay 99.9% mm-hmm. Of all of those movie faults at the feet Of George Lucas mm-hmm. Because He <laughs> For some reason Like he made American Graffiti Back in the 70s It's mm-hmm. a great movie Yeah Great fucking movie mm-hmm. Really good Entertaining across the board and then he went off and made Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he became the Star Wars guy. You mean THX 1138. Great movie. Mm-hmm. To this day, those two movies hold up. The original Star Wars trilogy, they hold up. You know, Return of the Jedi. But the other two, you know, really do stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars prequels suck because George Lucas at some point was just like, well, they're going to be good no matter what. So here, fuck it. Yeah. They, You know what they feel like? Well, they feel I don't like... even
0: think it was like they're going to be good no matter what. I think it was a... People are going to go... Like, every person on the planet is going to go see it, no matter what. And yes. I think that was more of the attitude.
1: That Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Um, but Natalie Portman is an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Did you see Black Swan? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fucking incredible. incredible. And you know And to this day, she still wants to start in a sequel to Leon. Really? To the professional. She wants to play Matilda as a grown-up assassin. That'd be awesome. Like, Lucas on, could you stop making fucking weird, like fucking Scarlett Johansson turns into like you know smart goo movies yeah and could you make that one cause that'd be dope yeah that would
0: be pretty amazing
1: I would watch the shit out of that movie yeah. totally
0: um but yeah so Kristen Stewart and Twilight like I mean everybody
1: in that movie is bad everybody cause they're they're bad movies they're, they're bad not movies. good yeah. they're not good movies I will say this I think Robert Pattinson who plays Edward Cullen I think he's a good actor yeah absolutely. I th- and it's not just like all british actors are gonna no i guarantee you that kid is a very good actor mm-hmm. he just unfortunately got cast in that role
2: mm-hmm.
1: no one's gonna take him seriously until he ends up doing i think every every actor who doesn't who makes a shit movie and gets kind of like pigeonholed mm-hmm. needs to do the bruce willis john travolta pulp fiction thing
2: yeah
1: it's like you go and you play a support a supporting role in this crazy good indie flick or whatever or the smaller movie and you just kind of steal the show mm-hmm. and it's like oh okay we were wrong yeah like the perfect example of that is the new m night movie the visit
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's getting full swallow blowjobs across the internet really people love this movie hmm. and the, it's the perfect mixture of like you're creeped out and you know what's going to happen but you're laughing too because it is kind of funny and everyone's like, oh, wait, wait, we forgot. He is a good filmmaker. It's like, guys, he was always a good filmmaker. He just made a string of shit movies. He really did. Yeah, well, I think with him is, and actually I was going to bring him up too, is that he, um, I think it was just a problem if he got it too far up his own ass. I, uh, yeah, I think he started to believe his own press when people were saying he's like the new master of filmmaking. Well, no, you're not. Yeah, I mean, because obviously Sixth Sense was
0: amazing, and I I think that I, personally I believe Unbreakable is his best movie.
1: I agree. Um, and but, but Ro- then it
0: was like I think he just started giving people what I think he thought they expected.
1: Mhm.
0: And I think his problem is, is he tends to underdirect, and it's it's another case of what I was talking about. Like, I'm sorry, but
1: Mark Wahlberg is a pretty good actor. Like I he, like he Mark can, Wahlberg. He can be. Yeah. He was amazing in, um, The Departed. He was amazing
0: The Departed. I mean, he was really he, good. He it years ago, like Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights broke is, out.
2: You yeah, know. Yeah.
1: He's so bad in The Happening, but again, I can't lay all the blame on Mark Wahlberg because for, he right. had he had zero chemistry with Zoe Deschanel. Right. Yeah, and, and and like I said, I think this this uh, Shyamalan
0: does this like under directing. Mm-hmm. Because he he, like, he wants to give, it, like, Sixth Sense and Unbreakable had these, like... They were very kind of quiet movies. mm mm-hmm. um, Very, like, low-key. And people liked that. But then you look at the, the, you know, these other movies that have come out. It's, like, you know, like, Mel Gibson or, you know, Mark Wahlberg or... What's her name from the...
1: Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah, her.
0: Well, like, it's all this very, like... Yeah, like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. It's it's almost like he was like, just like, don't have any emotion, mm-hmm. almost. Like, they got, they did not,
1: he did not do a good job of directing those actors. And see, I would I would agree about The Happening and mm-hmm. The Village. I think those are atrocious movies. From I think everybody in those movies is to blame.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I would blame Shyamalan, I would blame yeah. Mark Wahlberg, I would blame Zoe Deschanel. Um, in particular, The Happening, there's a scene where Mark Wahlberg is talking about Um, because Zoe Deschanel cheated on him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I had lots of opportunities to cheat. Lots of girls wanted to be with me. Some really young students too, but I never did it. And it's like, okay, the world is ending. The wind is trying to kill you. Fucking, like, perspective a little bit. But, like, I thought in Signs, Mm -hmm. which, I'm sorry, can everybody just, like, let Mel Gibson back in? Seriously. I miss me some Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. I really do. You know what? Get the Gringo was fucking good. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie and no one watched it. Um, in so some... was that Beaver movie that Jodie oh, Foster directed? Oh, actually, yeah, that movie that was a movie. pretty awesome. And everybody, look, if Danny Glover, who's black, will stand beside Bill Gibson and say, "No, this is not who he really is. He just he was in a really dark place in his life. He was the alcohol got the better of him. Mm-hmm. He's fine now. If Danny Glover can forgive him, if Jody Foster will stay by him, I think we can all forgive him. I forgive him. I love you, Bill Gibson. Come on back, seriously. Hmm. Signs is a great movie." This is a pretty good movie. I, I I think it's my number two behind Unbreakable. I just always hated the ending. um, Where the little girl was leaving water everywhere because she knew intuitively that alien invasion was coming. No, like, okay, so there's this moment at the end of Signs <laughs>
0: that, like, in the, in the theater, when I watched it, I was like, because, you know, you, you always have this, like, oh, there's going to be a twist right like Shyamalan movie at the, at least during that time yeah you're like oh what's the twist gonna be right and I had this epiphany moment and I was like like I figured out what the twist was that wasn't the twist mm-hmm. and if it had been that like the movie would have been great and it was like when the, the alien had the kid
2: mm-hmm. and he
0: sprays the shit in his face right and I was like they've been talking about this kid having asthma this whole time like the aliens are cool man he just cured that kid's asthma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, but that's not what happened at all. No, they he, he was
1: trying to kill that kid. No, it was because they were here for us to eat us. We yeah, were food. Which I—that I was like, I was kind of disappointed. And see, I never, I never got that. And see, to me, Signs is one of his movies that doesn't have a twist. Because like, I, I hate when people look at Unbreakable and they're like, "Oh, well, the big twist reveal that Samuel L. Jackson was like, did y'all not get that from the beginning of the fucking movie? He was yeah. introduced as the villain immediately. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, like, but again. That, that it's coming from non-comic book people. Yeah. We understood it because growing up reading and, like, all the nerds I saw it with, they were like, what twist? Yeah. There was no twist <laughs> in that movie because you knew he was the villain, and you knew, like, in the, even with the color scheme, mm-hmm. David Dunn is green, a traditional superhero color, green mm-hmm. arrow, green lantern. Purple for Samuel Jackson, the Joker. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. It, it, it was plain as day.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, which people still forget, that's a comic book movie, mm-hmm. and it's a great one. And it was it, supposed to be a trilogy. Which yeah, Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson have both said they yeah, and Harvey, we'd go back.
2: I'm like, why haven't you? They should do it.
1: Um, but it, it, to me, in Signs, going back to the directing and acting, when Mel Gibson is is an M Night Shyamalan, I love that. In when he is in his movies, mm-hmm. he always plays like a shitty character.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you know, in, in Unbreakable, he played a drug dealer, right? Very very briefly. Yeah. Okay. But in Signs, he had like his, his he had like a little monologue almost, and mm-hmm. he was apologizing to Mel Gibson about killing his wife and he didn't mean to he just fell asleep like you know like he, he never falls asleep and the one time he does on the road he kills Mel Gibson's wife right. you know what I mean it's like it is a million to one shot and he's so sorry and to this day like he's racked with guilt and you just see Mel Gibson there Mel Gibson doesn't say a thing in that scene mm-hmm. he's just he's literally struggling not to cry
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's like he's nodding at him fighting back tears and like it's a silent like I forgive you moment yeah. which I loved and then to me, I think that was the perfect direction and the perfect way to write that scene. And I and I give that to Sean I was like, he directed and wrote that scene perfectly because that's the one that usually jumps out at me when I think of performances in that movie. Yeah. Um. I think that that was him act, directing actors at an amazingly high level. Yeah. Whereas if you look at say, The Happening. Right. It's almost as if it's like, okay, was this supposed to be a comedy? Man. Like, was this supposed to be like? Because first of all. The inherent story of um, we have to outrun the wind.
2: Yeah.
1: No. It, it's like in uh, The Mummy Returns with Brendan Fraser. I love those movies. They're cheesy yeah. and stupid, but they're fun. Yeah. Okay. There's a point where he's his. If the sun hits his kid before the bracelet comes off on the third day or whatever, his son becomes. I don't know. Okay. He's running to carry his son into the temple, right? Or, okay. He's running faster than the sun. Is rising. So, right. if you've looked it up, he's running at, like, about 27,000 miles an hour. Right. Okay? It's
2: like, you
1: know, no, it's not gonna happen, guys, but okay, but for suspension, yeah, it's like, okay, right. okay. That's a perfect, and those movies are a perfect example of, like, way overacting, but they're cheesy, like, you know, throwback to the 1930s, and so, you know, you get that. But in, like, The Happening, and especially in, um, The Village, like, what was going on? Like where was he i think that I was, was just the, like I think was that he was, even there i think that was the height of what you said where he was like kind of up his own ass about things where he was just like well, whatever i got it covered like just the words of the are, i don't need to tell you anymore yeah just do what the script says yeah. um and then again in i remember <laughs> that was i, I think when you when there was the point where people were like well, what's his big twist in this one mm-hmm. and i remember seeing the previews for the village and i remember looking at them i'm like i bet you it's modern times and then I got on the internet, and I was looking at the IMDb message boards, and I was like, oh, it's in modern times. Like, everybody had the twist figured out a month before the movie came out. Yeah. Because, like, guys, no, there's no real monsters. It's like, it's, we like, I didn't know that it, the monsters were, like, William Hurt and the elders, of the village, and costumes and shit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, it's, it's modern times. Like, there's no way. It's not set in the 1800s. Yeah. It would have been ten times better, had it been. Mm-hmm. And then, I think it would have been pretty good as, like, an episode of The Twilight Zone. Um, I think, yeah, it was too long. Yeah. I, but see, I think that's one of his strengths, is that, like, if he makes a, he managed to keep signs pretty taut, mm. in terms of tension, because it's one of those movies where just the credits roll, and then it goes. Yeah. And then it does not stop until a minute before the credits roll. Yeah. And the whole time you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I want answers. Yeah. And then the moments are really tense, mm. whereas, like, The Sixth Sense was like a real slow burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, until the very end, but you know, yeah. I I think the village was just like where you weren't even trying. Yeah. And let's not forget the last airbender.
0: I've only seen like scenes of that. Okay. On the internet, I didn't watch the cartoon at all. Okay.
1: I I have wanted to watch because I saw I watched the Legend of Korra, okay. the sequel series, okay. which is set way after, and it's about the new Avatar Korra, who's um. I want to say she eventually becomes the avatar. She's like the bender of all the shit. Right. You know, she can air bend and water bend, earth bend and um, metal bend, I think. It's okay. uh, fire bend. Wow. Well, because there's like, okay, so there's water bending, Right. air bending, right. earth bending, fire bending. Did I ever say fire bending? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and There's also metal bending where you can control metal. And mm-hmm. there's blood bending, which is like the outlaw. It's outlawed, can... like, you can't bloodbend, because if you can get, you can easily just control people and make them do what you want to do, and you can kill people. Like, it's, it's the worst thing you can do. Okay. <clears throat> so, I wanted to see what the fuss was about, and Korra was a really good cartoon. It really was. And it was actually, there was some really heavy um, thematic elements in it, and even stuff about, like, you know, homosexuality and stuff like that. Um, but I never actually got to see... Avatar the cartoon I've seen episodes But never all the way through So I watched the movie Thinking Oh okay It's based on a cartoon It'll be Enough Mm -hmm. That movie is Fucking terrible
2: Yeah
1: It is really bad Across the board Right It is not good In any way Shape or form I don't know What he was thinking I guess he did it Because his kids Were fans of the cartoon
2: Yeah And so he was like I'm
1: gonna do this As like a little little, uh, Love story to my kid is yeah. awful oh and he did Lady in the Water that he did with Paul Giamatti and Bryce Dallas Howard yeah kinda like that movie really? yeah kinda like it I'm not gonna lie um, I there were parts of it that I thoroughly enjoyed okay there are parts of it that are absolute dog shit cause it's like what's the dog monster thing? it's made out of grass so and why is Freddie Rodriguez only half of him muscular and the rest is not okay
0: I don't honestly don't I gotta really go remember now. much of it because I remember just like I think my uh, my eyes started rolling and then they were just like full on spinning by mm-hmm. the end. So. I don't know.
1: Um. I I I did like it because I thought that at its core, like again, your opinion of Fantastic Four, I I felt that way about Lady in the Water. Like, oh, I see what you were trying to do. Right. I get what you were going for. You didn't yeah. pull it off. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. but like there is a good six minute chunk here a two minute chunk here a four minute chunk here where it's like this is what you were shooting for and this is really good and all this shit fucking sucks Yeah. so if you could just chop that out make it like a 34 minute movie it'd be great again great episode of the Twilight Zone yeah maybe that's what he needs maybe he, he just needs like just an anthology short
0: films. he needs to do like short films for a while pull it back you know how like sometimes like big like movie stars they mm-hmm. kind of pull it back and they start doing indie stuff and like Broadway Mm-hmm. you know I think that should be like like directors should do that sometimes. When they get too far up their own ass, they like pull it back, start making like little shorts. I, I take up festivals and shit.
1: But you know what? There are certain there are certain directors who need to do that, like Christopher Nolan. Um mm. but there are certain directors who I, I just want them to make big movies and nothing but big movies. Yeah. Like Ridley Scott. Yeah. I enjoyed Prometheus. I really saw it. I liked it.
0: Because here's another thing that'll, that'll probably get me in a little bit of trouble in the uh the nerdiverse. Mm-hmm. Is I, I could give two shits about the alien movies.
1: I know. You don't, you're don't. you not big on sci-fi, though.
0: I'm not. I, I, I enjoy... I like alien movies. Like, my... my I mean, you know, my brand of sci-fi is Doctor Who and Star Wars.
1: Mm-hmm. It's weird, because in Doctor Who, the good guys are always British, but in Star Wars, the bad guys are always British. Yeah how do you mesh the two it's just it's two different things man did you go check out the stuff for Force Friday I didn't all the Star Wars toys that have been released
0: I didn't I do want I do want a BB-8 so bad yeah I um, need that in my life
1: I want a Kylo Ren lightsaber yeah I really do I need that in my life yeah I mean I I won't use it because I'm not Sith I'm all Jedi but you know what I mean I'll give it to my daughters they're evil alright for sure they're evil um, I went and checked it out on Force Friday because I saw the stuff in the internet, like People in New York were camped out for you know since midnight or like you know since like eight thirty this morning for the midnight release and like the the shelves have been picked clean and blah 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 blah. Walk into Target, there's fucking shit everywhere. And, like in New Mexico, that's one of the benefits of living in New Mexico. That's true. When stuff goes live, it's gonna be there. Yeah. You know, like when the new iPhone 6s got released, got you know. Put out on the internet, or was like, Are you gonna pre order it? I live in Albuquerque, I don't need to. I can walk into a Sprint store and it'll be there. Yeah.
0: I mean, even on like, even here in Albuquerque, even on like Black Friday, where they do have like lines and shit like that. Oh, yeah. They tend to be so like nice and orderly and like. It,
1: it, there's no, like, there's never a riot stampede. Like, no. it's more of it's like, Oh, I'm, oh, oh, you were Okay, go ahead. Yeah. They have more in the back, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: There's there's I mean, enough
1: for all of us, it's fine. The really is <laughs> like, do you really need another plasma do you yes because I, mean, I do too so give i it. would say black friday is like the one day out
0: of the year that like albuquerque is not like the shittiest place in the world <laughs> all like, of a sudden like everybody turns into like everybody suddenly has a christmas spirit everybody's ned flanders
1: yeah everyone's like yeah. oh oh you sold out of that well shucks hey my chances are one at the other target Oh, there is? Could they put my name on it? Yeah. Oh, they don't do that at Black Friday? Well, I'm going to rush over there and see if I can get it. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get there in time. And then, I might try to call ahead. It's funny because... I mean, bla- and then here, like, Black Friday ends around 8.45. <laughs> Everyone's like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm going to Frontier, dude. No. Yeah, yeah. And they just, you go get a green chili breakfast burrito and you're all good. Mm-hmm. It is a small fringe benefit. It is. It is one of the few <laughs> So, because I, I said that... Um, that last airbender being based on a cartoon like oh, okay it should be fine it should translate well
2: mm-hmm.
1: having watched the movies i'd watched as a kid i should have known that that is not necessarily always the case there are a few where the cartoon to the movie was actually pretty cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but there are some where it was just like what were you thinking and i watched that movie today the perfect example of it. i watched masters of the universe with dolph lundgren mm-hmm. and Franklin langella yeah and uh, a very young Courtney Cox, mm-hmm. she a far cry from Monica Geller.
2: Yeah,
1: just and Gail Weather's just so. Just like
0: two minutes after that Bruce Springsteen video, right?
1: Actually, I think it was before the Bruce Springsteen was video, because it was it was her first big budget thing. Mm, okay. and I think, yeah, no, it was it was before. Okay. Yeah, because she still had like curly hair, and she had freckles that are now completely gone. <laughs> like she had that <laughs> yeah. shit sandblasted off her face real quick. What was, that other, what was that show that she did? Because uh, remember, she Misfits was on Misfits of Science. She was on Misfits of Science, mm-hmm. and she was on Family Ties. That's right. She was one of Michael J. Fox's, like, you know, because remember, his character had, like, four, three or four really big loves throughout the run of the show. Yeah. Um, But she was did, did that. And so, like, she was the most famous person on Friends. That's
2: right.
1: And there's a there's a very famous story, not famous, but it's it's famous if you know the Friends lore behind the show, that when everybody got cast, like, jennifer aniston had done some stuff she was on like the ferris bueller tv show mm-hmm. and uh she, she was, was on Le- Matt tv she was well no she was on leprechaun yeah she was on leprechaun and you know and then um matthew she perry- was on Matt tv she probably was and then matthew perry had done like uh, a night in the life with jimmy reardon with more with river phoenix like he had done a few things okay everybody mm-hmm. was like matt leblanc hadn't really done much he'd done a couple episodes of Married with children all kinds of stuff like that. So when he got cast like, on Friends. Like some commercials, I think. It, yeah, he did commercials. And he did an episode of Red Shoe Diaries. That's right. It's a softcore porn. Yeah. He did. I seen Matt LeBlanc's butt because <laughs> I've seen that episode. alone <laughs> On a Friday Night. Yeah. And we all know what happened. But there's a fair famous story that when he got cast on that show and they got their first paychecks after the first week of work, Courtney Cox was, was okay enough that she just went out and spent that entire paycheck on a car. She's like, I need a car. I'm going to go buy a car. Okay, Matt LeBlanc was so poor that throughout that entire week, he lived off of nothing but craft services. Like, he would eat enough to, like, okay, this, I'm good until tomorrow. I'll eat again tomorrow. He had $11 in his bank account when he got cast as Joey Treviani. So that that week when it ended and he got his paycheck, the first thing he did was he went out and bought himself dinner. Courtney Cox was fine. She bought a car. He bought food. You see the disparity there? Yeah. Okay. So I was watching Masters of the Universe, and I remember as a kid watching it. Mm-hmm. And you're just thinking, this is such a good movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, this is how every movie should be. The production value is great. Skeletor looks amazing. Like, I can't believe I'm watching He-Man really fight. Mm-hmm. And you're not thinking, Dolph Lundgren can barely speak English. He has, honestly, like, ten lines in the whole movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He doesn't talk very much. Because, you know, he still had that very thick Swedish accent. Because this is yeah. just after Rocky IV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, as an adult many years later i'm watching this i'm like this is a piece of shit <laughs> like this is a fucking That's horrible bad. movie this is a bad movie like it's not even like troll three bad or you can like or troll two or, like i can't enjoy this because it's so bad it is just bad like they really tried they mm-hmm. tried really hard to make a good movie mm-hmm. it is not it like oh. he can't really fight with a sword <laughs> and he doesn't really <laughs> like i'm like why is, and why is there laser guns because i don't remember there being laser guns in in he-man the cartoon
0: um there was some lasery stuff going
1: on well Matt, man at arms yeah. had his laser gun yeah but like i don't think anybody on skeletor's side
0: yeah, been, uh... there were so many characters
1: yeah yeah and then i didn't know this but like gwildor because okay when i was a kid i thought it was based on the cartoon it's not it's based on the toy line well so was the cartoon exactly That's the point. That's where everybody gets... Everyone thinks, oh, they made the toys for the cartoon. No, they didn't. They made the cartoon based on the toys, which is why. And I have... My mom, in a fit of madness, bought me the entire collection of the He-Man cartoon on DVD because I was such a fan when I was a kid. I haven't watched any of it. (laughs) All...
0: This is what you need to do. Is you need to just watch the very first episode. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay? And don't so much watch the characters...
1: Watch the backgrounds. Are there dicks everywhere? There are dicks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. I, I had a feeling you were it that sort of going to be. Because I've, I've actually seen clips on YouTube where people are like, this is the most homoerotic cartoon ever made. The, the only thing that would have made it more gay is if you saw Skeletor blowing Heenan. It's the only Pretty thing much. that would have made it worse. Pretty much. Um, But, I, you know, so I'm, I'm watching it, and there are parts of it where I enjoyed it, yeah. you know there's some cool part the music is great yeah um uh the cosmic key mm-hmm. you know the thing that you to open the portals i want one and <laughs> yeah. just like be like a bear you know yeah it's really cool um guildor was creepy as fuck because i forgot about guildor <laughs> and then he just shows up and like kill it with fire
2: <laughs> yeah
1: like he's the cause of all this murdering mm-hmm. um but frank langella was awesome yeah
2: wow. the, the makeup Maybe of skeletor
1: awesome. it doesn't hold up Years no. later, because it's like, nowadays, I think the prosthesis, like, they would, they would probably just do mocap.
0: Yeah, they probably probably go it,
1: Which I don't think they should do. I think they should do an actual prosthetic. Yeah. Um, uh, Tila, hot as fuck. hmm Chelsea Field, hot as balls in that yeah. movie. Yeah. And she's wearing this, like, contra- <laughs> she's wearing this holster that only goes, like, around the, her upper thighs and her crotch, and she's got, like, it's got a thong part on her butt. <laughs> I was like... As a kid that didn't like I wasn't yeah. looking at her But I was looking at Steela. But as an adult so She got a nice ass Why is her holster a thong? That is the most impractical Holster I can think of I
0: think that they were trying to t- Toss in some stuff That'll You know It's all the parents That had to
1: For all the dads That like, yeah. have to fucking watch this shit have to watch this crap Yeah um, <laughs> and, But I did notice this Courtney Cox Loved hugging Dolph Lundgren As much as possible She would be like <laughs> He man He was a uh... That's right. He was that, a bit of he was a bit of a dude back then. He still is. Yeah. It's true. He's he's, he's a bit of all right yeah. as a giant Swede who's actually a PhD. Is he a PhD or does he have his master's? Yeah, he's a PhD. Like he's like the smartest person in the world. Well, he's the smartest person that can kick your ass. Because yeah. like I'm like, oh maybe not because Neil deGrasse Tyson was a wrestler back in high school, and college. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he could still fuck me up. Like, like when you, you know, you
0: see those things with like Neil deGrasse Tyson and like Stephen Hawking and you know this stuff. Like you could fit, you could
1: probably fit Dolph Lundgren in there. Well, I know he's, he's that in, smart. I, I know he's in Mensa. Yeah. And this his I, his guy. IQ is like 150 or 60 something. Yeah, it's something crazy. But I heard about this little girl. I don't know if it was Facebook lies. It probably was some little girl who had like a hundred and like 80 something IQ. I'm like, oh, so she's the one that's gonna crack the planet in half? Awesome. I think when, yeah, there should be a test when you're born, like, his, like, this baby's IQ's going to be 201. Yeah. No. (laughs) No, because, like, that's the key that's going to, like, either, look, they're either going to get us off the planet or they're going to murder everybody. Right. That's just how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, well, I think it was Stephen Hawking has some kind of quote or something where he's just, I don't remember what the quote is, but it's basically, like, don't give a shit about IQ scores. It's meaningless. Really? Yeah. I don't know what the exact quote is, but he's just, like.
2: No,
1: I think my, well, if the Whatever. smartest carbon-based life form on the planet is you know, telling you not to worry about it, then I'm not going to worry about oh, it. Yeah. All
2: right,
0: cool then. Yeah. And with that, let's take a break. Okay. See you.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back Um, Part 2 of this particular podcast Um, I feel like I have to bring up the fact that um, Destiny, uh, the Taken King, is coming out mm-hmm. And I don't know one gamer who actually gives a fuck That game turned out to be nothing but downloadable content Yeah, I don't... I I I don't even know anything about it. I'm just disappointed in that game because it was supposed to be, you know, this glorious, epic, MMO almost experience, and it's not.
0: The only thing I know about Destiny at this point is that, like, they've made it so that you can, like, buy emotes. Like, because, you know, before you could, like, dance, Uh but now they have other things you can do you could, like, dance or you could, like, point or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they have other stuff, maybe, where you're, like, yay. Yeah. Or, I don't know, something. Yeah, no. But you have to, you have to buy them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not. Nope. No. No. I shan't. No. I shan't. Okay, that's it. That's all yeah, I got. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. I have. I give just, no I fucks about it.
1: I know. I just, like, I, I just see this obvious promos. Um, they are a lot on the UFC. Mm. Um, Simply because, you know... That's their key demographic is young men who are angry and play video games Yeah. and uh, I see this, the promos for the Taken King all the time like it looks great like it visually looks awesome mm-hmm. but I'm like uh, so basically I'm praying the cost for another game like it's not even you know Destiny 2 it's just more DLC yeah fuck that no yeah. fuck that I'm good not, yeah. the, of the point part. where they're like putting out like special edition consoles and shit for it it's crazy mm-hmm. they are so I'm like no thank you yeah it's not. It, it would be great if it were part of some great saga like yeah. Halo or uh, Metal Gear. Yeah. Like that would be great, but it's not even that. Yeah. It's just nah. Yeah. Although to be fair, I haven't played a whole lot of Metal Gear.
0: I played. Well, when I was a kid, I played Metal Gear on the NES. Yeah, the first, the first one. I didn't get very far because I didn't know what was going on. Like I didn't understand the whole like. Like sneaking around, mm-hmm. thing. yeah. Because that's not how you played NES games. No, did you? you play ran Blast around and, and you shot stuff. Like that was that was the point. That was the point. So, I was I think I was too young to really get kind of get through that. I don't think I really got further than like the fourth or fifth screen. I was like I can't do anything. I walk by and I punch this guy, and then he kills me. And I walk by him, but then these dogs bite my ass off. And it was just so I didn't touch Metal Gear again until. Metal Gear Solid came out mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. I played that. I played Metal Gear Solid 2. I played Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, which I guess was 3. That one's set in the 70s, right? Yeah, that's the one with Big Boss. Yeah. When he was Naked Snake.
1: Right. Before Solid Snake was cloned from him in the Les Femme Terribles. Yeah. Projects. See, yeah. I know all the
0: backstory. Yeah, him and Liquid Snake and I just never Solid played. Snake, who was the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do think it's interesting that like they've made the big boss character like far more interesting than,
1: Snake. than than Solid
2: Snake. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think maybe. Um, I I I did play a a touch of Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't hate it like everyone else does. Well, the reason, well, there was a sp- specific reason why everybody hates that game.
0: Okay. Because I, I, was, I was part of this group. Because I, I, I loved Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And I was stoked for Metal Gear Solid 2. I remember this like it was yesterday. And then they put out that demo for it. I think it was on like... The tanker level. Yeah, the tanker level. I think it was on the zone of the Anders disc or something. Yeah. And you played it and it was so amazing. And then, and then it came out.
1: And that tanker level is the only time you play as Snake the rest of the time you're raiding yeah and that made, that was a training mission for Raiden, right basically but it was like they, they kept that shit under wraps yes like so
0: much to the point where they even like edited they like they edited video and like screenshots mm-hmm. to show Snake in parts that you were actually playing as Raiden. Mm-hmm. so nobody knew until the game came out that you were gonna play this whole game as this dude that you're like oh who the fuck is this it's this little pansy guy with this hair it's mm-hmm. not, then snake's just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm wounded. My name's Iroquois Pliskin. It's a cool name, though. It is pretty cool. But yeah, that's why everybody hates that guy.
1: Okay, because um, I I I didn't play any of the other games, but I've seen stuff on YouTube that's actually pretty cool. Like I've seen a lot of the um full motion video of the fight scenes from like um uh, Guns of the Patriots which is Battle Gear Solid 4, I think. Yeah. Um, between, like, Raiden and this vampire dude, where, like, Raiden has, Vamp. like, huh, Vamp. Yeah. And he, Literally Vamp. Like, they not yeah. even trying. He's like, no, he's a vampire. Um, he has, like, Raiden is, like, full-on. The only part of him that's still human is, like, his brain and the top part of his skull. And the rest of him is, like, cyborg. Yeah. And he has weird, like, fucking horse feet. Yeah. Like, it looks like this weird praying mantis, horse hoof type thing. Yeah, he's, and, like, a cyborg ninja now. Yeah, they're all doing flippies and, and shit like that. And then, like, you know, he's stabbing Vamp, and Vam's like, <laughs> and he pulls the blade out, and all this like golden blood comes out and shit like that. Like, it's yeah. it's dope. It is, but see, the problem is,
0: and I and I like that game, too. I, mm-hmm. I didn't play any of the games between Snake Eater and Guns of the Patriots.
1: So, like, you didn't play, like, Peace Walker or any of Because those are all stuff. portable.
0: Yeah, a lot of that stuff was on portable kind of deals. And then they did a bunch of, like, remakes of this and that and the other. And, yeah. um, but I did play Guns of the Patriots, and, which was a fun game. However... You spend the majority of your time not playing that game. Because it's all full motion video, it's video right? It's just, like, cutscenes. Yeah. Then, like, the stuff that you do play is so great. And then you're like, oh, I'm having so much fun. Cutscene. Literally 45-minute cutscene. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was just like... <laughs> and, yeah. like... And I generally... I'm very big on story and games. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get into that shit so much. But then... but. Metal Gear stuff is so convoluted. It goes deep. It goes really deep. And I have, like, a very basic understanding of, like, what's going on in those games. Mm-hmm. And, like, actually, I watched a video on, uh, I think it was Game Trailers, and they did, like, the Metal Gear lore in, like, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they did a pretty good job. And there was, like, you know, a lot of that stuff, I was like, oh, I don't know, I did... really? Okay. So, just watch it. GameTrailers.com. To... Here's a link. Um, but yeah uh, So yeah
1: Metal Gear 5 is out Yes And um, I've seen I watched the trailer mm-hmm. It looks fucking dope mm-hmm. um, Once again It's not It's It's Naked Snake Big Boss Yeah It's not Now he's snake.
0: like Now he's named something else He's He's like Furry Snake
1: Or he's like, Fiery Snake Like Loosey Goosey Snake Yeah something Which is funny Because it's like Okay So you have Solid Snake Right Then you have Liquid Snake Right And you have Naked Snake Right. And, and Solidus Snake. And Solidus Snake. But how come there's no Metal Snake? Because that would be dope. Right. How come there's no. Actually, I will say this for Metal Gear. They give their characters the coolest names. Because Solid a lot Snake. Of the time, yeah. Okay, Iroquois Pliskin, that's a cool name. That's good. That's good, okay. yeah. Revolver Ocelot, that's a cool <sighs> name. Yeah. It's like what?
0: Well, but then he's not—he's
1: not revolver ocelot anymore, though. No, he's—he's um, he's liquid ocelot. Yeah, liquid ocelot. Because, liquid, liquid snake. Because he—he he lost his arm. And then he got—he took liquid snake's arm, and then now liquid snake's, arm, liquid snake's snake. arm took over him. Now there's a, there's two of them in there. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah. And then uh, solid snake's just like fuck. <laughs> I'm like where's my box? Yep. So Metal Gear Solid V is has come out, and it's getting as you know usual rave reviews. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it. Mm-hmm. But there's this big controversy, which makes me laugh. Well, there's a couple of controversies, but which one are you talking about? I thought there was only one.
0: No, there's a couple. Okay, what, what, give me, give me, what are they? Okay, I'll give them in the order of, because I think I know which controversy you're speaking of, okay. so I'll speak of that one last. Okay. The, the, the big controversy, which I want to speak a little bit on, is the deal with the parting of kojima from konami um i yes there that is one of them and they've ba- basically like washed his name off of the game and um you know so he there was like you know it was very famously he left a couple of months ago they like they took pt off which was the playable teaser for silent hills mm-hmm. which was going to be the silent hill game he was going to do with uh guillermo del toro yeah which would have been so good.
2: It certainly would.
0: Um, and then it's just like Konami seems to be like they're going off the
1: rails. Well, aren't they in a lot of financial trouble too? And that kind of Metal Gear Solid 5 is like supposed to like bring them back from like the brink? Maybe for a little while. But the problem is is that like what they're doing
0: is so bananas that it's like because they've already already alienated the dude that like made the Castlevania game, so he's gone off to do his own thing, mm-hmm. and he's making his own like Castlevania spiritual successor, which mm-hmm. looks great. I forget what it's called, but it looks good. Um, and then now they've gotten rid of Kojima, and it's like, and now they're like focusing on like um, like gambling units
1: for Japan. Yeah.
0: So like you know those like those gambling machine like the video game yeah. gambling machines? Like slot machines? Kinda like that. No, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't like I don't know. I and I think I think more like the like like when you're in a bar and they have that little like video station and you can like put in a book and then you can like play the stupid game for a little while.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I think that's what they're kinda of doing.
2: Huh. And so they're putting out
0: like Castlevania ones. But they're these little like betting machines kind of like they're they're doing a lot of that and then they're that's I guess gross. they're going more towards like the like mobile Game stuff mm-hmm. It's just like What the fuck Are you guys doing mm. Like this is crazy Yeah And so That that to me Has put me in this position Where it's like I really want to play Metal Gear 5 I haven't yet Um And I will But I will not pay A dime for it
2: Okay
1: Like that's They will not get my money At all Um I kind of have to agree with you Because I'm seeing Kind of the same thing With um Capcom in that they just keep going back to the well, mm-hmm. and they're not even doing it in a in a good manner. Like my one of my favorite game franchises, as we've discussed at length on this podcast, is Resident Evil. Yeah. And now they're remaking Resident Evil, again. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, no. Yeah. I played Resident Evil four, loved it. Played Resident Evil five, ooh, loved it. Played Resident Evil six a little bit. Eh, it's yeah. all right. <clears throat> so I think And then Resident Evil 6 Got like shitty reviews Like nobody really liked it <clears throat> And I think really Only the die hard fans Went out to get it Which I'd like to consider myself A die hard fan Of Resident Evil mm-hmm. um, And instead of making Like a really good Resident Instead of like Because Resident Evil 6 Had this huge story with there was Four main characters mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know what I mean It was completely Out of control I think they need To scale it back You know mm-hmm. and, and Try harder With Resident Evil 7 but instead, what they've done is they've gone and they've, they're remaking Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2.
2: Right.
1: And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Why? Because people will buy it. Then that's kind of how I feel about Konami and what they're going to do. I guarantee you there will be another Metal Gear Solid game. And oh, yeah. it, it will suck ass. Well, yeah, because it'll be the first one that has nothing to do with Kojima. Is it possible? Do you think that he had, like, a, is there a successor out there, you think? who could like who grew up playing the games, loves the game, loves the mythology, who could like go and like make a really good metal gear game.
0: I would I would probably agree with that for any other franchise other than Metal Gear. Like the, I think there were probably only there's 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 two two developers um or creators rather that I would say that are completely married their creations and you couldn't get anybody else to do that and that would be kojima Mm -hmm. and miyamoto like
1: shigeru miyamoto
0: yeah like you like like if mario game came out and they were like miyamoto had zero to do with this
1: like it would be like what (laughs) What?" well i don't know because like even i feel like the mario games have not captured my attention
0: it's been a while. Like I me. haven't like
1: I haven't been excited. Like I remember when Super Mario World came out. Like and this is back in '93.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was fucking freaking out because I was like, dude, you can fly? What? <laughs> yeah. And it's only available on the Super Nintendo. Like mom, I well, would. You can up... fly in three.
2: Eh.
1: A bit. With the raccoon tail? No. Yeah. Mario had a cape. Yeah. And I always felt bad that he would ride Yoshi by punching him in the back of the head. hmm And then you know how like you'd be coming to a pit. And you start to follow him, down. you're like, "But if I jump off Yoshi, mm-hmm. you're like, and you just keep on running, yeah. and Yoshi's like, oh
2: no!'" Yeah,
1: it's because there's multiple Yoshis. Yeah. Like everybody thinks it's just like one Yoshi. No. No, it's, it's 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 a whole the species. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the the controversy. So <laughs> that's that's like that's
0: that's the big that's the big one, I think. And but, then I'd and say I... the next
1: one would be. Um, wait before we move on i have a question for you so let's say konami just it shits the bed and they're just they're freaking out and they don't know what else to do do you think if they went on their hands and knees and begged um kojima kojima to come back complete creative control of the metal gear series across the board would he come back
0: that's a good question like nobody really knows exactly what happened like how bad it was Mm -hmm. and you know and i don't have a full understanding of like japanese culture Mm -hmm. and how they handle things and i don't know
1: i don't know business is business when it comes to money
0: but i i am also uh i do feel a little better the fact that like del toro is like he's like oh we're gonna do something yeah like it may not be silent it's not, not gonna be silent hills but we're gonna get something done With Kojima. And I'm like, all right. That game will be dope. Yeah, whatever that comes out of that will be awesome.
1: Okay, so what was the other controversy? So
0: the next one was, like, the microtransactions. Um, I don't know about that. So this new game is, like, I guess it's, like, very open world. Like, you have, like, a base, and then you go out to the open world area, and there's missions and stuff you have to do. And there's, like, resource gathering and... All this, like, all this stuff that hasn't really been in, like, middle, Metal Gear games before. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, 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 like I said, I haven't played it yet, and it seems really silly to me, but it's Metal Gear, and so I'm okay with it. But, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, in the videos where, like, he's, like, sneaking around, and he might, like, knock out a soldier, and then he, like, ties a <laughs> balloon to them, and they're all Boop. and then they go, like, fly up in the air, and he'll do that with, like, jeeps and shit, like, balloons, and that's him, like... Uh, like, basically stealing, like, resources and equipment and even soldiers no. to, like, recruit them into, like, his, his group, the Diamond Dogs, Yeah. right? And then, so I guess, like, you know, so it has this, like, economy to it where you have to have a certain amount of resources to do this, that, or the other thing, or have, like, weapons and stuff, and then, like, your base generates that, at a certain, you know, at a certain rate mm-hmm. and then you can get it out in the field or whatever. And then they have like other bases that you can get. Okay. That will kind of speed that up. Okay. But those you have to pay for with like this currency that they've come up with that you have to buy with real money, microtransactions. And I was watching a video and it was like, it's like, you can play the whole game without spending a dime on microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Like you'll get there eventually but they've sort of purposely made it look like like a grind unless you like you have these other bases and like do these upgrades and stuff Mm -hmm. that you have to pay real money for and i was watching this video where it was talking about like if you if you got everything that you know you could buy with real money through this and it's through this currency and that's part of the big problem with it Mm -hmm. is that it equates to
1: like you would end up spending another like two hundred dollars on the game wow that's ridiculous yeah I guarantee you Kojima was pissed off about that. That's some bullshit. Yeah. It's like, so, oh, for, basically for the cost of another console, I can finish this game all the way. Well, not even finish the game all the way,
0: but it's, you're paying to get through the grind faster. That's bullshit. Like, the, that the game okay. sort of, like, slows you down.
1: I can understand people Unless you're being paying real money. Yeah, I can understand people being pissed off about this. This yeah. makes sense. This I'm yeah. on I'm on the gamer yeah. side. And I'm not, you know, and I and I'm one of those people that are like I don't even care.
0: Like I will go through that grind. Mhm.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Almost have spite. Like, oh yeah. I'll, no, I'm doing it without spending any extra money. Like I already spent money on this game, but I'm not going to like I said, I'm not going to I'm never going to purchase that game.
1: No, you will acquire a free yeah. copy and the... I will get I will play it somehow. That's fine. And we all know how so what's the, what's the next controversy? Is there three? So then I, I would say the third controversy would be the character of Quiet. And Quiet is the girl who's running around killing people in a bikini top. Right. She's a sniper.
0: She's support for Stink. Okay. Um, and because uh, I guess you can have, there's a couple like different companions you can have as you're running about that'll help you. There's like a dog. Or you can have Quiet. No one's picking the dog.
1: And Why? Why would you say no one's picking the dog? Because Quiet is a very large-breasted woman running around in a bikini top. And everybody's going to want to see her when she moves so that her her boobs will a- jiggle. Well, she's wearing she's wearing a full-on just bikini. And then she has...
0: Does she, she not wear, have... She has leggings on, but they're like mesh leggings. And there are holes ripped all the way around them. And then she has combat boots on so she's basically just a 15-year-old boy's wet dream. Uh, pretty much. Okay. What's the purpose of this? Well, now, here's a, here's a funny bit. So, obviously, there's been a bit of outcry about this. Before,
1: oh, I would like, imagine so. You something. know, the
0: sexualizing this character. and, this and So then Kojima goes on, like, Twitter, and he goes... He puts a bunch of tweets out, basically, being like, like, I understand why people might say this, but if you say this, you haven't played the game... But when you play the game, like, you will understand why this character looks the way she does, dresses the way she does, and it'll make sense, it'll kind of turn your head about it, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, he just made it, like, it's this big deal, he's like, oh, I did this on purpose to kind of, like, like showcase these kind of controversies, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I think that, you know, basically being, like, you play the game, your mind's going to be blown. And then, so I found out, like, what the, <laughs> why like, the she, reasonings. Okay, yeah. what's the reason? Well, I mean, okay. Spoiler alert. Um, So apparently she's, like, part plant. (sighs) Okay. And she she breathes and eats and drinks through her skin. And she has to have... As much skin exposed as possible? She has to have as much skin exposed as possible, like, even just because she gets nutrients from just even sunlight. No.
1: One hundred percent, no. Yeah. You just wanted an the lamest excuse possible to have a half naked girl running around the sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. That is the dumbest fucking thing. So, poison ivy. Is poison ivy? Basically, yeah. Well, and but see, the thing is, is that it all kind of in this, and
0: this is still falling under spoiler category. Um. So I've seen a couple of videos of some, you know, some people playing the game. Mm-hmm. And, like, this whole, like, uh, it being this, you know, like, it's more of just, like, about her character and that's why she dresses that way. Completely falls apart with, like, some of the scenes that they kind of have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, so there's this this dynamic in the game where it's, like, you you basically kind of, have, you know, you get closer to your companion. Like, the more trusting you know kind of as it goes along mm-hmm. and it's even with like the other companions the dog and whoever else I don't even know who else it is if mm-hmm. there is anybody else which would be kind of crazy if it was just quiet or the dog
2: yeah it but seems anyway I feel gross <laughs> yeah
0: um and so I, I was watching this video where it was kind of showing like you know you can go into like kind of a first person mode and there's a lot of time i like, guess you're spending like flying around in a helicopter like mm-hmm. sitting in the back of a helicopter and so you can totally just like gawk at her while you're sitting in the helicopter, right? And you're just like, and you can like zoom in on you know her breasts right. and stuff, right? And so I guess like early early on when you when you haven't don't have like much of a relationship developed, like she'll notice and she'll like give you a dirty look, mm-hmm. you know? She's like, Ooh, whatever. But then if you get, like, your, your relationship, like, at a full sort of thing, she, she, when she notices, then she'll, like, she'll stand up and then, like, stand right in front of you and, like, basically put her hands up on something just mm-hmm. to sort of, like, put it, like, right in his face. And then she'll, like, turn around and, like, bend over and, like, stick her ass in his face. And just, like...
1: What? The fuck what? Is going on? what? Like you guys are clearly just like we're not even pretending to care anymore. Yeah. Like, this is what we want.
0: And then so I saw this other scene that I guess will happen. Again, we're still in spoiler territory. Um, <laughs>
2: where
0: <laughs> they're like they're flying into like their the the main base. I think it's called Mother Base. And then like it'll go to this like cutscene where like Snake will like look out the window and he'll, he's like it's raining. And then she stands up and it gets to the. You know, goes to the door of the mm. helicopter, opens it up, and she just, like, jumps out. Like, they're over Mother Base, and for some reason in these games, like, people can just jump out of a helicopter and be fine, be fine, just, like, land. And then so she, she, she lands on, on, you know, on the, the, the landing strip.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's raining, and then she, like, kicks off her boots, takes off her, like, holster and her guns and all this stuff, mm-hmm. pulls off the mesh nylons, and then basically just starts, like, rolling around. In like writhing in the water,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? And then like, and then the snake walks up, and then they start like playfully like splashing water at each other.
2: What the
1: fuck is going on? Like, in well, this she's game? in like
0: full bikini, just like all glistening and like.
1: Well, because she's plant,
0: remember? Yeah, she's, so yeah, that's, so that's the thing is that like, so you know, of course, I'm reading like description and like comments and stuff. And people are like, well, she's she's like part plant, so. Uh... You know, it's, like, it's really nice for her, you know, she's having a drink and, like, enjoying the water. And it's, like, if you cannot, you, there is no, there is no way on this planet that you can explain that there is nothing sexual going on.
1: There is no way on God's green burden earth that this is not <laughs> pervy to its highest degree. Exactly. I just want Kojima coming back, yeah, I want to see a hot girl in a bikini with a sniper. Yeah, what, around just, the just
0: do it. Just do it, and then and then so peace bitches. Then so then they revealed like the the toy line that's coming out, right?
2: Uh-huh, Yeah.
0: And then so there's a, there's a, a figure for
2: Quiet.
0: Okay. So now there's a new controversy cropping up, because she looks exactly like she does in in the game in the game, and they're like high quality toys. I think they're like they're kind of following along like the Black series for like the like Star Wars, Star Wars and yeah. stuff. So they're like they look really good. Yeah. The difference is is that the Quiet figure. They've made it so that her breasts are squeezable. They're soft and they're not like, you know, a hard oh, vinyl
1: toy. You can play with You can play with the breasts. Of... Okay. Again, there's no excuse. There's no conceivable line they can come up with like, well, we made her breasts squeezable because we felt that like maybe if she wants to lay down, her breasts will get in the way of her sniper rifle shot and we don't want everybody to miss their shot.
2: Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> not even No. Yeah. Um, Is the bikini top removable? That, that I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, my. We're going to get so many upsetting videos on YouTube. It's going to be bad, real bad. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to play this game. <laughs> right? Well, and, you know, he's
0: always going to... Those games have always sort of pushed the envelope with that sort of stuff. Anyway, this is
1: the most. Yeah, but I, I think that it also because, like maybe he wasn't this going to be the last metal gear he was ever going to do anyway yeah but he said that about four right four yeah. but then he said I, I remember him saying the same thing about um not portable ops or peace walker but it was it was one of the other ones one of the I side think he even, ones i
0: think even well i think he even said it with snake eater like three this
1: is the last one yeah i bet you he goes back to konami I think so i think they go and they make one more. they do metal gear solid six and it's like two disc See, I think I think that
0: they'll end. They'll make it. They'll make one without
1: him. It'll be shit. It'll be just awful. And then maybe it'll. Well, it'll they be already like did that. that. Remember, they did Metal Gear Solid, uh, Snakes Revenge, on the NES. Oh, Metal Gear Two. Yeah, and it was just shit. Yeah. But then in Japan, he did actually Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know. Well, now so... I feel
1: dirty and gross and awful. But okay, I think we're gonna end the podcast there. <laughs> 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 on that what the fuck is wrong with japan note um uh yeah so well no i like i still think that it's i think you're right
0: i like i don't miss i don't have a problem with that stuff no. but the, my problem is it comes from like trying to explain it away as like not what it clearly is yeah like I mean, I think... if they if they came out and they were like oh yeah we'd put out this heavily sexualized character because we can <laughs> we can and people like it and yeah, yeah, that'll it's help just a that'll help sales and yeah. you know and you know and maybe maybe this character does have like a very interesting like arc and and, and story and all this kind of stuff great
1: but just be honest yeah, also clearly, about that stuff too but clearly we know what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. i understand okay. i agree with you yeah thank you <laughs> oh japan yeah what, what happened right. <laughs> So I think we're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay.
0: Anyway, so we'll see you next time. Hopefully
1: we'll have uh, uh, Becca with us next time, and we might have a new face. Yeah, sometime so. soon we'll get that worked out, and um, we'll get more people on the podcast, more shows on the podcast. Um, we're going to do game night soon, so that'll be fun. Um, mm-hmm. Keep your eyes out for that one. But in the meantime, uh,
2: take care of each other. Be Party on All right, bye.